The views and opinions expressed on Deeply Upsetting are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, associated brands, properties, or businesses. Listener discretion is advised. Please keep your hands inside the ride at all times. Welcome to the very first installment of Minor Upsets. Minor Upsets, woo! It's a baby show. It is a baby show. It's a mini-sode from our regular show, Deeply Upsetting. And in Minor Upsets, one of us each week is going to choose a different news story from a multitude of upsetting news stories. And they're just going to kind of get into it and we're going to talk about it and see what we think. We're just going to do a deep dive. And it's so much fun to kind of dig into the internet and find something weird to discuss. Right? and. We don't want to just rely on often amazing questions that our listeners send yeah. us. We also want to kind of explore the stories that are happening on the internet and just kind of discuss it in a more open forum as well. Exactly. So that's what we have tonight. Absolutely. So I am Amy Vogard and I'm joined by... Mike the Hobbit. Who brought this first article to us and I'm very excited to talk about it. I am as well. This is actually relating to something that we discussed on, I believe it was the Joan Jettitude episode. It a, was. A little yep. bit. Mm -hmm. If you... Did not listen to that episode. I'm going to have Amy discuss kind of the news story mm -hmm. about Army Hammer and his, uh, as he calls it, he described himself as 100% a cannibal. Yep. Mm -hmm. So basically, Army Hammer, his DMs got leaked. Um, I don't know what caused it, um, but apparently a bunch of girls that he's been talking to got together and basically were like, time to expose the kind of, you know off-putting upsetting behaviors that we're seeing that are a little scary um and so a bunch of girls released the fact that he 100 calls himself a cannibal and sends like very very violent sexual messages to them um and a lot of them just based on the context of the message seemed like it definitely wasn't like a consensual thing that everybody was into and i think that's what we want to really hammer in at yeah. the beginning of this hammer episode. in <laughs> really <laughs> yeah oh it my happened. god on, on the beginning of this uh because it's not that we're so much making fun of somebody for the fetish that they have no no even if this is something that is a little bit off-putting Everybody has their own stuff, and yep. we're not kink shamers here nope. at Deeply Upsetting. It's more about the the non consensual non consensual yep. aspect of this that is really more of the focus. Definitely on this story. Definitely. So uh, this story comes from Slate, mm -hmm. uh, and the the title of the article that I'm kind of glossing over. If you want to read it more, it, there will be a link to this in the notes for this episode. Yep. Is uh, the ethical cannibals of the world would like the Army Hammer news cycle to end too? I, <laughs> how fucking 2020 slash 2021 that the ethical cannibals were like, we've had enough. <laughs> Let's get into it. We have some problems with this news story. Thank you. It puts <laughs> us at, uh, ethical cannibals in a bad light that we'd like to kind of push. And you know what's so on. annoying is that I reached out to the ethical cannibals for their thoughts on like the impeachment trials. I reached out to them about, you know, all the different horrible news stories that happened last year and they refused to comment. And then this army hammer thing is just like too close to home or whatever. So now they have something that they want to say. You'd think such a small contingency of people would eat up the uh, exposure, but... <laughs> Fuck you. No? All right. <laughs> That's fair. So this story, this is uh, Shannon uh, Paulus wrote this story on the 20th of January. Yeah, let's take a bite out of it. Oh, there it is. See, I, you, yeah, can't, you can't, you can't, you can't resist. Can't, yeah, I understand completely. So <laughs> the Army Hammer story comes, comes out and then the ethical cannibal community decides to uh, kind of reach out mm -hmm. and say that they're not exactly... The same as Army Hammer, as far right. as like what they what they are uh, into or not. The yeah, the ethical human cannibal fetishists don't want 
this the news cycle to be focusing on the cannibal aspect of it and more about the non-consensual nature of the messages. Sure. It, and I'm just going to kind of be poking through this story here. It's uh, so easy to shut down and say, that's not ac- an acceptable fetish, and you need to see a psychiatrist and be behind bars. Mr. Mookie uh, <laughs> said, or that's his uh, pseudonym. Uh, he runs Fair. a, in the 90s, was like realizing that he had kind of these predilections and thought he was all alone, and thus the internet. He realized that he was not the only person that had these kind of like desires or, yeah. or, or kinks. And uh, there were other cannibal types gathering. Uh, this is from the story. There were other cannibal types gathering in forums and photoshopping photos of models into giant pots. <laughs> Stop. Straight, straight out of like Alan Quartermain and the Lost City of Gold, <laughs> just like the people dangling over a pot and then probably like that has like carrots and potatoes. Carrots and, and stuff potatoes, in it. and then people in like clearly fake tribal garb that's like very oh, not okay no. in 2020. Uh, <laughs> just probably dancing around it. it I, I don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. that's what I'm seeing in my brain. Definitely. He's a photographer himself, and he set up a website called Mookie's Kitchen. Wait, why haven't we looked at that yet? Uh, we're going to have to after Immediately. this. So look up Mookie's Kitchen. Uh, there's a link in this article. Yeah. Uh, he filled with shots of women preparing other women to be eaten. And uh, he always approached the website as a safety valve. Okay. He said, a fun way to explore the fetish without offering anything remotely like instructions for, you know, like <laughs> killing and eating someone. That's good. So um, I am reading this article and I'm starting to get like why they kind of reached out and wanted to make a clear mm-hmm. difference between what's happening with Army Hammer and their fetish. Because their fetish is like a lot of other fetishes where it's more like a role play kind of thing. It's a fantasy thing. Yeah. And it's clearly like a kind of dolled up fantasy. It's not the actuality of like desiring to devour human flesh. It's more like the role play kind of vibe to it. Yeah. So it's kind of like a light version of Vor. <laughs> right. You know, Vor is a little too extreme. Cannibalism is <laughs> lighter. <laughs> well, I would put this more kind of in a almost like uh, vampirism kind of sure, uh, role sure. play kind of thing where there's some that do drink each other's blood. And that's a bit much. Mm-hmm. There's uh, because of like the health end of things yeah. and like, that's edge play quote unquote right but there are other people that just like dressing the part and acting out the roles and fake blood and stuff and that that i think is closer to this like cannibal finish right is the like kind of sexy role play of it yep all and And i think that their issue probably is the fact that in the dms because i've read a bunch of them of course you definitely don't get the vibe that he is doing like a fantasy kind of role play it seems very very real and he tells one girl that he wants to like drink the blood out of her heart or something and then basically says that he has done that before to an animal and so it just doesn't it doesn't read super fantastical like you're just picturing army hammer like sneaking out to the trash cans at three (laughs) o'clock in the morning to grab a raccoon and like rip out its heart like screaming kalima like he's an indiana jones yes and then taking a capri sun straw and just trying to stab (laughs) it through the like really heavy muscle of the heart to drain it <laughs> oh, of its God, blood. Not with those straws. Those are useless. They're the worst straws They're ever. so teeny. If they can't poke through the tiniest little thin uh, veneer of foil on those Capri Sun pouches, they're not going to pound through the, the beefy heart of a raccoon. No, definitely not. Yeah. You need a much more heavy duty straw. <laughs> you need uh, like a, I don't know, a reusable metal yeah, straw reusable. that you should probably have already. Absolutely, because that's, you know, responsible. That is responsible. Mm-hmm. So, And if if there's anything Army Hammer is, it's responsible <laughs> about straw use. 
He's a big proponent. Oh of God! Could you imagine stuff. if, like, you notice that he has one of those keychain straws, like, after this comes out, and oh, you're just no. like hanging we all with him? No, he's drinking he, blood. Like, takes out his keys, and there's just like disposable or like reusable keychain straw, and it's been sharpened into a point <laughs> no. on the one end. It looks like a piercing needle on yep. one end. <laughs> he looks at it. He looks at you, looking at it, and they just kind of have this weird, awkward silence for a minute. He's like, don't worry about it. <laughs> and then he lunges at me. Yeah, right. <laughs> Roll credits. <laughs> <laughs> that was the end of Amy Bogart. I think the the person that made the Shia LaBeouf song needs to do a sequel oh, about Army Hammer. Yeah, actual cannibal. Man, that song fucks. Who knew that there was an actual cannibal in Hollywood, but it was <laughs> Army Hammer this whole time? Shia LaBeouf is like, whoo. <laughs> like what fresh- if Shia LaBeouf is also a cannibal and is like, finally, the spotlight is off of me so I can get back to my cannibalistic ways? What if Army Hammer learned how to be a cannibal from Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf is doing cannibal classes. Cannibal classes. <laughs> it's all the rage in uh, on... On uh, Madison Avenue in L.A. Yes. <laughs> Whoever wrote the Shia LaBeouf song just needs to do like a sequel to it now. It's Actual your time to Actual cannibal army hammer. Yeah, yeah. It's your time to shine. <laughs> Sliding in your DMs. <laughs> Actual cannibal army hammer. <laughs> I see it now. I I'm might have it. to do it. I think you need to. I think we're, we'll try to, have to whip up something for the show. I cannot believe now that I'm thinking about it how much I know of the Shia LaBeouf song. Oh, I don't so much. feel like I've listened to it that many times, but I feel like it's tattooed on my heart. And that's where Army Hammer will puncture me with the straw. Where it's tattooed. Where it's tattooed. For sure. Mm-hmm. Now, the story goes on. There's actually an erotica writer. Uh, pen name is Regina Watts, mm. uh, who has written a, a series of uh, books based on photos from Mookie's Kitchen, a series called Dottie for You. Oh, in which okay. and this is kind of brilliant. This okay. is brilliant. The concept here for the uh, for the stories here, uh, considering the c- cannibal community, mm-hmm. um, this has got to be like perfect. Okay, uh, in which as billionaire CEO, so one of the CEOs we talked on the last episode, yeah, p- pick your CEO with an eating bodies fetish falls for a secretary who happens to be a demi immortal woman who returns in a new body whenever she's killed. Wow. Thus allowing the pair to play out the entire fetish more literally without anyone dying permanently. Oh, wow. I love this because it's like allows the writing to become really visceral and dark without any of kind of the responsibility of the action. She said, try and poke holes in this logic, bitch. You can't. (laughs) It's like she comes back. It's fine. Yeah, like it's totally fine. Totally fine. Wow, genius. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of genius. I'm guessing her name has to be Dottie, the main demon girl. Or it's whatever. actually Gina, which is weird. Are you serious? No, I'm not serious. Oh, it's probably you're Dottie. Reading this to me, I don't know. <laughs> and I'm also stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Telling you something about something you didn't know anything about. Ha 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 ha. Gina is such a sexy undead name. Yeah, dead Gina. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Some of the other na- uh, names of the books in this series is Dottie Can't Die, mm-hmm. Dottie's Bodies, which is solid. That's genius. And uh, Dottie is Delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do- <laughs> Dottie's Bodies was real. She peaked. Just like Empire she Strikes Back, much. the middle one is really where uh, <laughs> where all the all the, the best choices were made. <laughs> she really sharpened her skills and um, her fangs. So the, the cannibal CEO for her, uh, for the writer, Regina, represents anyone who has a sexual shame that they're interested in, but they can't practice because it might hurt someone. Mm, gotcha. So I figure that kind of goes back to the like release valve that yeah. Mookie was talking about is that 
there are fetishes that are you know nobody's really getting hurt if it's yeah. like consensual and fine and it's just like a fun kinky kind of thing yeah there are some that are kind of on that edge yep where dealing with the kink in the first place is in a place of edge play to start right exactly so yeah i can understand where this you know erotic fiction mm-hmm. or the the pictures the photoshopping all that is kind of a way to exist in that world yep but not good enough for army hammer apparently nope mm-hmm. yeah I oh god, could you? I just want to think about like Mookie, sweet sweet Mookie, <laughs> sweet Mookie, sweet Mookie, <laughs> living his happy cannibal life, <laughs> doing his thing. No one's getting hurt. Yeah, he's, he's got a nice little his following. Little making his little his little photoshops, <laughs> having a great time. The models like he, you know, everybody's treated with a lot of respect. There's no like funny business. Great like craft services during photo shoots. Like runs his business right. Yeah, you know, does it does it the right way. Because he is a ethical cannibal, right. and that crosses all things. Even like where he sources his coffee, you know, everything is primary focus is ethical. Ethical cannibal Mookie's world. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and here he is, just like living his best life as a ethical cannibal. And then this Army Hammer story comes through, oh. and it's like motherfucker. Yeah, because he knows the community, though grown since his time in the nineties, yep. doesn't really have a figurehead. Right. You know, there, there's there's figureheads in the BDSM community and other kink communities that are a little bit better known. Mm-hmm. But I'm assuming, along with probably any number of other kinks that we don't know exist in oh, the world, man. yeah, uh, like the 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 baby adult baby community. I don't think there's really a figurehead no there, spokesperson for the adult babies, no, unfortunately. No. And all they say is goo goo and gaga. So <laughs> right? they're not getting the point across. They're really not. <laughs> so <laughs> we need an adult baby prodigy to explain to us. Really, it's like me like baby sex, and they're like, okay, no, <laughs> okay, right. don't even want to <laughs> publish right. this at all. So Mookie is like getting asked questions by his friends in the community and he's mm-hmm. like fuck i don't like guys come on like <laughs> i really don't want to be the person to have this conversation and then he gets an email from slate being like so we just found out you guys exist <laughs> and we found your website and we, found your we website. have some questions we have some serious questions so yeah th- so he ends up being the spokesperson having to explain that it's like okay yeah cannibals but like but good though like yeah, not we're good ones we're, we're not into like non-consensual cannibalism right. and trying to like explain yeah that's like the, the furry community and i've seen the uh, furries documentary as yes. well and uh i feel like there's probably that with the eco- ethical cannibal community as well like the mm-hmm. furries outwardly are like this isn't a sex thing this is like a and they're all like really earnest earnest <laughs> and then you see like footage of them when the cameras aren't supposed uh-huh, to be on being yeah. like i mean we all fuck in our suits <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, we all know that but we just don't want other people to know that that's the cannibals too it's like i mean i've eaten a toe <laughs> like so i can't let that get out i still have a day job as an right? accountant nobody needs to know about my me boss will toe. fire me yeah. if they find out i ate a human toe <laughs> speaking of that that's uh, later in this is that uh a lot of uh, these ethical cam- cannibals, they say that this is like a, a sensual thing of like wanting somebody inside you forever by consuming their flesh. Um, mm. Digestion, though. Yeah, right. They don't talk about that, huh? But, you know, when, when you consume flesh, there's a lot of like bad. Th- I mean, you get in trouble and stuff. But um, mm-hmm. but the cannibal fetishists uh, say that, you know, they draw a line between their activities and, and Army Hammer, but they are a little protective of them as in that. They say he should be able to have the right to desire human flesh in peace. <laughs> so they're like, he's allowed as long as they, they don't act on it. Yeah, they're trying. But uh, 
the, with the with the human toe thing, um, the there's Watts uh, recalls a Reddit thread where a man described making a meal out of his own amputated foot. Oh wow! And uh, and they don't think a lot of people who are into uh, consensual cannibalism would have a foot taco. She said, Mm-mm, "No, that it, it's not so much about actually the con- consuming of it. It's more like the sexy fetish side of it, I guess." Yeah. So maybe maybe a butter a boob. Yeah, maybe that seems right. We've but, talked about what parts of our body we would want to unless feed. Quentin Tarantino was a cannibal, definitely, and foot then taco he would all day. eat oh, so many foot tacos. Yeah, but I, I love this because this is so like uh, prejudging cannibals. Mm-hmm. This, this writer cannibals who are nice, from what I've gathered, speaking to <laughs> Watts and Mookie. No. So out of the two cannibals that they've talked to, they're just like cannibals seem really nice, no. and they're like, "Welcome to my parlor." <laughs> Why is this article so wholesome? It's so wholesome. <laughs> this writer is like really trying so hard not to like shit on yeah. cannibals. He's like made a million people read this article and be like, be honest. Does it seem like I'm judging the cannibals? <laughs> <laughs> um, This is, oh God. And then there's some ex, some conversation about like, if you get into cannibalism, um, then like, what is it? A mood advice, especially if you're going out and giving them power over you, that is, if you want to be eaten, find a cannibal you can trust, mm-hmm. which is important with any sexual fetish, is that Definitely. that you have safe words, you are, you are, make sure you're in a position, if you're giving power over, that you yes. trust the person that you're giving the power to. Oh my God, absolutely. That's incredibly important. Yes. And uh, you can't tread lightly into the cannibalist community. <laughs> no, and, and really any kink, you want to make sure that you yes. are in a safe space. Like that's something that's really been bothering me with all the Marilyn Manson talk is yes. that mm-hmm. the people that are having this conversation of, you know, she knew what she was getting into Ugh. kind of bullshit. Absolute Absolute garbage. fucking horse shit. Yeah. Is that's the same attitude of like, well, if she went out looking like that or if she was right. walking Drinking alone in that much. neighborhood mm-hmm. or if she drank that much. Yeah. It's all this justification that it's their fault. It's oh, yeah. fucking horseshit. It's so unfair in the kink community because that will always, always be part of the conversation. Sure. If, that... if you're into BDSM, mm-hmm. then you apparently are just all your uh, all your rights are taken away. That yes. you're allowed to be beaten yep. and you asked for it. So it's fine. No, yep. that is not how it fucking works. No, absolutely not. Yeah. So um, I, I like that the ethical mm-hmm. cannibals are really standing by that line is yep. that, you know, you, you be we're ethical, we're consensual. That's yeah. kind of part of the deal. And so e- actually eating a person is just not cool, bro. Not cool. Mm-hmm. Acting out like, you know, role playing it. Totally fine. But how do we get Mookie on the show? <laughs> I'll, I'll just see if I can reach out and uh, get Mookie on deeply upsetting. Yeah. I'm sure that as far as like <laughs> the uh, optics that they're looking for. Being on a show called Deeply Upsetting is totally uh, yeah, their bag. That's fair, I guess. But Mookie added um, later that the cannibal fetish was really just a side story, and that is true. That yeah. really the Army Hammer story is more about his uh, his non-consensual yeah. attitudes towards these DMs and apparently maybe what he's done before. Well, yeah, just because his he's pretty recently divorced and his ex-wife, all she really said that I know of is that she's not surprised by any of this and that she called him a monster. Yeah. And so that's rough. That kind of speaks to, yeah. That's pretty rough. It's looking like, yeah, there's a bigger community than we ever knew. Um, it's a niche fetish, but Mookie has explained he's made a modest living solely from selling photo uh, portfolios on his website. 
That doesn't surprise me at all. No, I mean, everybody's got a thing. And even if it's not necessarily your thing, there are enough people curious about the thing Mm -hmm. that that may drive some of your stuff. I wonder if anyone will listen to this show, go look at his website and realize that it is actually their thing. And you know what? We want to celebrate that. Absolutely. If if this uh, episode has awakened something in you, Mm -hmm. ever, we want to hear about it for sure. Oh, we really, really do. We'll we'll give you an alias. Totally. Yeah, the alias is fine. We don't need to actually be able to track you down. It's more celebrating that like this is opened you up to some new thing that you find joy in that's again consensual and definitely not hurting anybody yes but uh yeah apparently Mookie has famous clients and he won't tell them you know who they are and all that of course but he's extremely ethical but he does hope that they'll speak up voluntarily to put a kinder face on the cannibals Mookie you're not even (laughs) using your real name and you think the celebrities (laughs) are gonna use their real name Mookie didn't want this role in the first place that's why it's just like I really hope that Joan Cusack like stands up and says like you know what it's okay to be a cannibal. That would be spicy. <laughs> that would be so spicy. <laughs> and John's just like I'm not, but I respect my sister's choices. Mm-hmm. She doesn't hurt anybody. Actually, <laughs> you find these like super steamy cannibal yep. photos with with Joan Her Cusack. And, isn't she married to Peter Sarsgaard? That sounds right. Into yeah. that, first of all, hot couple, definitely. I would love to see some weird, like, <laughs> horny pictures that the two <laughs> of them have taken where he's, like, pretending to put her into a suit. Oh, man. Totally into it. <laughs> if that existed and they were, like, real photos of, like, Joan Cusack and Peter Sarsgaard, I would want one for our home. More like Joan Stusack. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> and Peter Sars' garden salad. There nope. we go. No, that's it's not better than I had. It's a work in, in progress. Yeah, much like the stew <laughs> that Joan's being cooked into. <laughs> Slow and low, baby. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that old story of the rock stew. It's yeah. just the rock and all this stuff, but it's Joan Cusack <laughs> is the rock. People were like, I got potatoes. <laughs> and Peter's like, cool. Cool. Throw them on in. Put them in with the secret ingredient. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I feel like this well wraps up our very first minor upset. Yeah, about ethical cannibalism. So. I know. How do we even go from here? I have to choose the next one. It's I don't know. Really but It's really hard to top th- that. I like this story so much because it is like minorly upsetting, the idea of like... Yeah. Especially the Army Hammer stuff. But yeah, it is kind of upsetting. charming that there are these people that like, if taken at their word... Yep are genuinely just into kind of the weird taboo nature of cannibalism and not actually looking to eat people. Right. And they, it it's kind of charming. Like, I want to do like a Christopher Guest movie about ethical cannibals. <laughs> Wait, can you please though? Or like a What We Do in the Shadows type yes, thing? Yes, definitely. That would be amazing. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Well, please give us your feedback on our new segment for our little mini-sodes because um, we would love to hear it. If you have any um, articles or anything crazy that you've heard about and you would like for us to cover it, please let us know. Oh, we want to see those upsets. We would love it because, I mean, we're, we already asked for listener questions. So if you'd like to, you know, send a little article our way, we would absolutely appreciate it. But yeah, let us know. Rate, comment, subscribe to our show. Uh, subscribe to all the shows on the Geeks Under the Influence Network. And thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Um, I am Amy Bogart. I'm Mike the Hobbit. And we will see you next time. GUIPodcast.com
In a world ravaged by movie studios that keep rehashing the same things, only one podcaster has the guts to make it even worse. Join Mike the Hobbit as he traverses the internet to bring you some of the best and worst ideas for reboots, remakes, and reimaginings of some of your favorite and least favorite TV and film properties. Ideas like a John Waters He-Man movie, Fantastic Four the Musical, and Aliens, done entirely with marionettes. What podcast would bring this evil upon the world? This is Smack My Pitch Up. Available anywhere you get your podcasts. Hey guys, Scotty Big Daddy Preston here, that's right, the Geek Father, asking you to join me here every other week with friends and family of the GUI Network as we go through all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent. So remember, join us or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. 